0: Yeah, they, they have to manage a lot of internal processes. Is a new bus going to be needed? Do we need to reduce service? What changes are being made to the way the bus is, is traveling down a predetermined path?
1: Hey, this is Tris Hussey.
2: And this is Lyndon Kessler.
0: And welcome to Inside Vontus.
1: Now, I don't know about anyone else, but buses and trains, they don't always run on time. Something goes wrong. It's a disruption. And that can be a lot of different things. So, Matt Gedkin from Vontus, you're responsible for ITS and disruption management. You did a great presentation at the Southwest Transit Association meeting recently. We'll get to that in a second. But how would you define disruption management? what what? goes into that.
0: Yeah, it it can mean a lot of things. So it it could be a large crowd for a sporting event that maybe requires some extra buses, you know, water main breaks, accidents, constructions, farmers markets, you know, buses or trains break down. And, you know, we recently just had a global pandemic that caused uh, some vastly reduced service uh, across the board. So, you know, our service planners use a tremendous amount of data to create
2: ideal schedules, but something is always happening to alter those plans. So, so, and how often, how, how common are disruptions among agencies and how much time do you think they spend on them on a daily basis? Oh, it, it, it varies, right? So, most agencies
0: are going to have disruptions on a daily basis. Some of the larger agencies could have them on an hourly basis. So, you know, it really depends on uh, a, a lot on the, the service area, the, the
2: amount of uh, vehicles that they're tracking and, and things like that. And so, what are the going on to the management part of this? What exactly do the agencies have to manage when it comes to disruptions?
0: Yeah, they they have to manage a lot of internal processes. You know, is a new bus going to be needed? Do we need to reduce service? You know, what changes are being made to the way the bus is is traveling down a, a predetermined path? And then notifying what stakeholders do we need to notify to? Uh, you know let everybody know what's happening. Are we informing the public for some major changes, maybe stop cancellations or or a reroute to a, a trip that they're normally used to taking on a daily basis. So really just identifying who needs to know what and when and getting that information out.
1: So this makes me wonder, okay, how do agencies deal with them now? I mean, how are these disruptions usually managed? at an agency.
0: Yeah, so in, in our experience, you know, <laughs> most agencies still do a lot of manual work using a lot of different tools just to make sure that everything is going out correctly. And this can really lead to different information going to different places and instead of having consistent messaging across um, really for them, step one is just figuring out what what do we need to do? Like I mentioned, there's, there's so many different types of disruptions to manage. So could mean adding a bus, subtracting a bus, creating a bus bridge because a rail line is down or rerouting a bus because a, maybe a road or an intersection is closed. So really the key is identifying that first step to get that information out as quickly as possible.
2: How did COVID like, exacerbate the problem? What, what was COVID's effect on disruption management? The, the biggest thing with COVID was uh, really a, a reduction in service across the
0: board. You know, A lot of people were staying home, less people were taking public transit. The essential workers that were still p- taking public transit uh, a lot of times were restricted in how many people were allowed on board. A typical bus pre-COVID, you could fit 40, 50 people on there, no problem. A lot of agencies reduced that capacity per bus, you know, 10 people or less. So it really became kind of a a balancing act for a lot of agencies to figure out what they need to do to make sure that that service was running and that all of their ridership were were being taken
2: care of. Is it still an issue now that we're like about two years into the pandemic, we now have like ridership scene, like I guess like a decrease in disruption management when it came to COVID?
0: As far as COVID related, yes, it seems to be pretty close. Most places have kind of lifted that uh, that per bus restriction on the number of passengers they'll pick up and most places are back to
2: running their normal full schedules again. Sure. What does to do to help solve this problem? What technologies do we have to make things easier for these agencies?
0: Yeah, so, you know, Vontus provides some pretty incredible tools to, you know, help agencies really easily adjust that service on the fly. So we have some simple wizards that really help guide users through uh, adding or canceling service or even drawing a new quick detour path in case they need to send a bus on a different route for maybe a road closure. But then the real power in, in these tools is to automatically then notify drivers and the, and the riders of what to experience on their travel.
1: Seems like one of the key things is. Vontus provides turn-by-turn navigation to drivers when they have to route around. I know I've been on buses that have had to take a detour around and the drivers go in to a completely different way than they usually would.
0: Yeah, that's right. You know, we, we provide the turn-by-turn instructions. We, we find a lot of seasoned drivers sometimes just go about their way. They don't need to rely on the turn-by-turn for, for the normal routes that they've been running for years. You know, what really helps is by defining those detour paths when when disruptions happen, the, the drivers are alerted to let them know, hey, there's something going on that you need to pay attention to. Again, providing those turn-by-turn instructions and updating those turn-by-turn instructions on the fly
2: to let them know that your route is, is changing today. And so, Matt, you gave a talk at the Southwest Transit Association conference about this topic. What was the feedback like from the audience what was their response to it
0: yeah the feedback was was pretty remarkable so we we found most agencies that were in attendance were using some really primitive methods to handle their disruptions a lot of them were using spreadsheets or handwritten notes and then they were calling drivers to let them know about some deviations but really what what surprised me was none of the uh, attendees were really taking advantage of technology to help make their
2: processes easier or even more accurate. Why? Why have transit agencies like been so behind in technology? Like, what? Is, why has their technology been primitive, so to speak?
0: We we found that either a, a they're they're using old systems that are just not capable of handling disruptions the way like Transit Master would, for example. Um, but a lot of them were just stuck in old processes. These, these are the way we've always done it, kind of a thing.
1: So we have customers who are using disruption management what have they found have been the the benefits to them within the agency and then to the to our their ultimate customers to the riders
0: you know we we find that the agencies that are Using our tools on a a regular basis, they see a couple of things. Number one is they see a nice uptick in their on-time performance because they're constantly making those adjustments. They're also seeing a huge reduction in customer complaints. Informing your riders immediately uh, when when something on their trip changes, it greatly improves their satisfaction with using that service.
1: What would you say are some of the obstacles agencies have faced in the ones who have implemented disruption management? To getting getting things going and working for them,
0: you know, with with agencies that we currently do business with, honestly, one of the biggest uh, hurdles that we have found is just finding the, the buy-in from some of the end users. They they're sometimes a little timid, a little hesitant to use those tools, thinking that they're not going to be as easy to use as they are once they do start using them and and see how much it you know it really does help their their job and, and make things easier for them. You know, we we typically get that much greater buy in. You know, the the companies that are out there that that are using some maybe some older technologies, again, like I said, they they just don't have those same kind of tools at their disposal.
1: So if someone wants to get going with disruption management, what what should their their next step be
0: yeah I, I would suggest that their first step is just to reach out to our technical solutions team you can you can find all of that contact information right on the website at Vontis.com. Uh you know we can schedule Q A's uh, we can do demos on site via zoom and then some of our internal or our existing customers can even take advantage of some on-site training for some of that that additional knowledge
1: fantastic any other last words for uh, disruption management Matt that you want want people to take away?
0: You know, we, we find that not a lot of agencies realize the, the power of automation in some of these tasks. So getting the information out, getting it out to the, the end users is you know really gonna make a huge difference.
1: Hey, it's it's our pleasure. So thank you very much for taking the time to chat with Langdon and I about disruption management and how Vantas can make your agency run smoother and have fewer customer complaints and better on-time performance.